from Insurance Business. Here's your weekly global news roundup for April 3rd to 7th, 2023. I'm Steve Randall. For the first time in a decade, reinsurers' average underlying return on equity exceeded the industry's weighted average cost of capital, according to the latest reinsurance market report by Gallagher Re. The report found that the total capital dedicated to the global reinsurance sector sat at $638 billion US dollars by the end of 2022, indicating a 12% decline from the restated year-end 2021 capital of $725 billion. The drop in capital was largely driven by the decline in the value of investments, Gallagher Re said in the report as there was no new capacity despite tightened pricing and terms and conditions. Premium growth was found to have remained strong at 12%, supported by rate increases and exposure growth driven by inflation. The report also revealed that the average combined ratio on both a reported and underlying basis was healthy, with the reported combined ratio broadly stable at 97.8% and the underlying combined ratio improving from 99.7 to 98.8%. And although the average reported ROE declined from 11.4% to 6.8%, the underlying ROE jumped from 63 to 11.2%, driven by better underwriting results, stronger investment income and more operating leverage. This improvement marks the first time in the past 10 years that reinsurers' average underlying ROE exceeded the industry's weighted average cost of capital. Gallagher publishes its reinsurance market report biannually to provide an in-depth analysis of the size and performance of the reinsurance market. It's based on the Reinsurance Market Index group of companies, which for 2022 comprised 41 insurers across the globe. Catastrophe losses were the driving force behind the 17 impairments of US property and casualty insurers in 2021, according to a new report by AM Best. AM Best defined impairments as situations in which a company has been placed via court order into conservation, rehabilitation or insolvent liquidation. Seven of the impairments that took place in 2021 were caused by hurricanes, mainly in Louisiana and Florida. Furthermore, among the 17 insurance companies that became impaired during the year, 16 were placed into liquidation. Along with five companies based in Louisiana and two in Florida, the impairments identified in 2021 included four commercial auto insurers and a pair of Vermont-based risk retention groups. The report, titled 2021 US Property Casualty Impairments Update, also revealed that 413 PNC insurers became impaired from 2000 to 2021. Catastrophe losses were determined to be the leading cause of impairments during this period, accounting for 28. Fraud or alleged fraud was next in line at 25. Marsh McLennan has released a report on its ESG activities. The report, titled Succeeding Together, included information on the following. Global female and US ethnically and racially diverse representation data for each of the last three years. The firm's series of programmes aimed at creating a diverse talent pipeline. The statistical results of the company's annual pay equity study and current progress in setting low-carbon transition strategies that will help the company achieve net zero emissions across its operations by 2050. Across its four global business Marsh McLennan also contributed to a wide array of ESG issues on behalf of clients and communities in 2022. Highlights include employees across the world raising $1.4 million to support the people of Ukraine through three humanitarian organisations, developing the Marsh ESG risk rating tool to help clients assess ESG in their operations, sharing Marsh and Guy Carpenter's cyber insurance expertise with the US National Cyber Director, 
publishing Mercer's Stepping Up for Equity research to help employers create strategies for closing the career, health and wealth gaps of black employees in the US, launching Oliver Wyman's 3D Carbon Accounting Service, which allows companies to quantify and better understand their emissions, and mobilising the insurance sector behind climate resilience strategies during COP27. The German-headquartered reinsurance giant Munich Re has announced the discontinuation of its membership in the Net Zero Insurance Alliance. The firm's CEO said, in our view, the opportunities to pursue decarbonisation goals in a collective approach among insurers worldwide without exposing ourselves to material antitrust risks are so limited that it's more effective to pursue our climate ambition to reduce global warming individually. In a press release, the reinsurer stressed that it's sticking to its ambitious climate targets, including the reduction of GHG emissions related to its investment portfolio by 29% by the end of 2025, and thereafter successively brought down to net zero by 2050. In addition, Munich Re noted its ambition to reduce its climate-related industry exposure to the exploration and production of oil and natural gas in such a way that there will be no associated net GHG emissions by 2050. The reinsurer's first step will be to aim to reduce emissions by 5% by 2025. Zurich Insurance Group has also quit the Net Zero Insurance Alliance. In a statement, it said after establishing a standardised methodology for measuring and disclosing greenhouse gas emissions associated to insurance and reinsurance underwriting portfolios, we want to focus our resources to support our customers with their transition. We continue to remain fully committed to our sustainability ambitions and to supporting the Net Zero transition. Climate campaigners were quick to react to Zurich's exit from the Insurance Alliance. Jennifer Butchley, a climate campaigner from Zurich-based social justice collective Campax, said that unlike Munich Re and other peers, Zurich continues to underwrite new oil and gas projects. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.